to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen, and just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. I'm not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi, and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am all on my own today, and I am bringing you kind of a reboot episode. A long time ago, I actually, it was probably a year ago, I did an episode on different holiday ideas and getting through the holidays, like with the least amount of stress and that sort of thing. And so I thought a year later that maybe we would revisit that one and maybe I've got some different ideas for you. Maybe you'll pick something up a little bit different from this one, or maybe you never heard the other one. And so you're kind of looking for different ideas for the holidays. Um, I myself celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving, so I'm not sure, you know, if you're out there and you celebrate a different holiday, if these translate for you. And if not, maybe you can kind of make them into your own sort of a thing. Um, But for the general purpose, I'll be mostly talking about sort of Christmas ideas, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I am excited to bring you this one today. I'm always like looking forward to kind of coming up with different ways to give gifts and kind of show my family and friends love around the holiday season. So, um, I'm going to take a real quick break and when I come back, we will talk about the holidays. Thanks everybody. Welcome back to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. Thanks for joining me today, you guys. Thank you for coming back week after week and listening to what I have to say. And I hope that this will be a bright spot in your week. Um, I know it's a pretty stressful week for most people. I know a lot of people are pretty keyed up about this uh, little election that's going on. So hopefully this will be a good diversion Um, I am talking about the holidays and just some different ideas that, you know, hopefully you'll pick up one or two that you haven't really thought of before. Just different things that I do, um, for Thanksgiving and Christmas that, um, kind of help to de-stress or just make things a little bit easier. Also just like different gift ideas. I know sometimes it is really difficult to come up with different ideas for your friends and family, especially, you know, I, for me, I think it's so hard to give gifts to other adults. I feel like most of us, when you get to a certain age, you kind of, if there's something that you really, really want, you kind of just get it for yourself or, Um, or it's just, you know, not feasible to even ask someone to buy you the things that you're wanting because they're just not in a budget for your friends or your family. 
But anyway, um, hopefully I will give you some kind of fun, different ideas to share with the people around you that you love and that you want to show your love to. Um, starting out with Thanksgiving, you know, that can be kind of a stressful holiday if you are the one who is actually doing the cooking and cleaning and all of that. Um, in the past, I have been the main person in my family who generally hosts Thanksgiving. And there are just a few things that I have done to sort of make that day go a little bit more smoothly and so that I can actually enjoy myself. Um, One thing that I always do is kind of, I write down my menu. So even if it's the same things that you have probably made for years and years, it can be really helpful to just write down exactly what you are planning for your menu. And I'll even write down what I know other people are bringing and I'll kind of put like a check mark next to it so that I can kind of get that out of my head. I don't need to worry about that particular thing. Um, But for the rest of them, I will have that list available to me so I can kind of look at it and go like, okay, yeah, check, got that, you know, or I made that one or whatever. But whatever I can make in advance, I will do that for sure. And, uh, you know, some things can be made, you know, a few days in advance. Some things can be made the day before. Um, And then there are the things that have to be made that morning. I do have some friends who will even make their turkey the day before, cut it up wrap it up, and then put it into the oven just to warm it. I've never done that before, but, I mean, it does sound like it probably helps kind of take one of the major things off your plate for that day and maybe even keeps you from having to wake up at 5 in the morning to kind of prepare your turkey. Um, But I've never done that. So usually I'll make my pies and that sort of thing the day before and you know maybe even like some certain like casseroles and stuff like that but there are certain things I have to make like at that moment um for instance like mashed potatoes they have to be made right before serving in my opinion um but one thing that I always do is the day or night before I will set my table because I'm kind of particular about the way my table looks. If you're really into, you know, like a tablescape kind of a thing, um, that can be a lot less stressful to do that the day or the night before. You can put a little bit more time and effort into it, um, and it kind of just gets it out of the way. Um, Another thing that I do quite a lot is I'll use more like disposable dishes um, or disposable uh, pans really so I can just once I make something in it I can you know cut it up serve it put it in like a actual serving dish and then throw that pan away so I don't have to worry about doing crazy dishes um, because 
as you know, if you're a cook or a baker, when you cook something like a turkey in a roasting pan, it takes a really long time for that to soak and to wash it. So if you can do that in a disposable pan and then cut it and put it into onto a serving dish, that is so much easier. Um, let's see, another thing that I make sure is that my dishwasher is completely empty. So I'll, you know, wash what's in there, put it all away and make sure that it's totally empty so that the next day I know that I can fill it back up again, I guess. <laughs> but that helps so that you're not struggling to kind of do dishes on the spot too. Um, and I'm never shy about asking whoever is coming to my house for things that I may need. And usually it's like those little things that you kind of don't want to take space in your brain for. Um, so, you know, rolls or um, beverages, that kind of thing, that then I can kind of take that away from, you know, my own list of things. Uh, and people really, I think, want to bring something. They want to feel like they've contributed to the meal. So I, I don't feel bad about, you know, taking them up on the offer. Um, so I think that pretty much takes up like my Thanksgiving uh, tips, I guess. Um, and, you know, always I would say if people offer to help, let them help. If they want to help you clear dishes or, you know, clean up your kitchen, like, why not let them help? Most of the time you end up having really great conversation and, you know, like I said, it kind of takes some some of the stress off of you and it makes you a better host or hostess. Um, so getting into Christmas. Now I've already started on one thing that I do every holiday season and it starts usually in October <clears throat> because that is when I can buy vanilla beans in bulk at Costco. So once they come out with their vanilla beans, which they do at this time of year, um, I will buy a few of their packages of vanilla beans. They're far less expensive there and you get several per package. Um, and then I'll buy the best vodka and bourbon that I can. Um, I always get the the Costco Kirkland vodka, which is actually a really high quality vodka. And um, I think the last couple of times I have used um, Jim Beam bourbon, I'm pretty sure. But I try to get one that's, you know, a good quality. It doesn't have to be the very, very best, but a good quality. Um, and then I make my own vanilla extract. So what you do is, you cut your vanilla beans into like, if you have like one large vanilla bean, you wanna cut it into threes. And then you split them down the center and put them directly into the bottle. So I put them directly into the large bottles and that is where they're going to stay for um, at least 
two months. So I will shake that bottle maybe once every, I would say once a week or once every two weeks. You want to shake the bottle, you know, upside down, kind of get it, get those beans to kind of move around and get what's settled on the bottom to like move back into the bottle, into the liquid. Um, and I'll just keep doing that for two months. And then at Hobby Lobby, I will buy some small bottles and little cute tags and I'll mark them with what it is, so vanilla extract, um, and the date that it was made so that they know that it's able to be used. Um, and it stays good forever. So I'll fill those little individual bottles, and then those will be gifts to the people in my family who are bakers. And I have to say that is probably one of the most um, appreciated gifts that I give. Everybody appreciates getting vanilla extract. If you're a baker, you know that good quality vanilla extract is really expensive. And um, it, so it's appreciated. They understand that it's something you know valuable. So I will do that, but I've also, I've never done it, but I know that you can make lemon and orange extract and pretty much all you do for that is good quality vodka. So you, it's half a cup of vodka per zested lemon or zested orange. So you want to zest the entire fruit. And then a teaspoon of sugar. So you can kind of do the math. Um, If you're doing a whole bottle, you're obviously going to need a lot more lemons, a lot more oranges, um, and more sugar. But the general rule is a half a cup of vodka, one of the fruits zested, just the zest, nothing else, and a teaspoon of sugar. And then again, like I said, you can buy the these cute little bottles at Hobby Lobby. Uh, they're not expensive at all. I think they're like maybe a dollar, dollar fifty a piece. So it's an inexpensive gift, but it's very much appreciated. And if you want to, you can make like a basket out of it for someone. So if that's you know, if one little bottle of extract is not, um, you know, enough, you could, you know, maybe make a little basket with, uh, let's say, you know, the idea is breakfast in bed. So like a good quality, you know, pancake or waffle mix, a bottle of vanilla, maybe like some kind of cute little coffee, a mug, uh, maybe like a nice maple syrup. Um, But the idea would be, you know, like breakfast. Um, Another one would be maybe like a baking kit. So you could do a, um, like a cute, some cute little cookie cutters and the vanilla and 
maybe like a little baking mix or uh, some frosting or something like that. So you're kind of, you know, putting together like a cute little kit for them to bake. Um, I love the idea of making like little baskets for people. So they all have different themes. And some of the ones that I've done in the past are like a spa basket. So that's pretty, pretty simple and self-explanatory. I mean, you could do like a bubble bath, maybe, you know, if you're making it a little more extravagant, maybe like a nice robe or slippers, um, a face mask, uh, maybe um, like a, an eye, you know, something to go on your eyes for like an eye cooling mask, uh, you know, maybe like a nice fluffy towel, something to do like a, like a spa night or like a manicure set or pedicure set. Um, another one that I think is a cute idea is like a movie night. So, you know, little things of popcorn and candies and maybe like a, a gift card, um, maybe like a little, you know, startup membership for Netflix or, uh, just anything that you can think of that would make like a fun little movie night for someone, um, or like a Sunday kit. So it might be, uh, cute little glasses and spoons and sprinkles and hot fudge. Um, let's see, another really fun one would be like a, like a pasta basket. So you could do some really neat different kinds of pastas, pasta sauces, um, maybe some cute like, like bowls for pasta, um, uh, serving, uh, serving spoon, fork type thing. Um, maybe a coffee basket. So a gift card to Starbucks, like a package of coffee, some mugs, uh, fun, like powdered creamer. Um, and actually you can make homemade powdered creamer. Um, I don't know the exact ratio, but you would start out with like a milk powder and add flavorings to it. You could do like those flavored syrups. Um, another fun one would be like a charcuterie basket. So you could put like a, um, some different kinds of cheeses and a bottle of wine and some glasses and some different like fun chocolates and um, kind of make that into, you know, sort of like what you would make a charcuterie trait out of like a, um, maybe some nuts and dried fruit and that sort of thing. Um, or like a soup kit, like all the things needed to, to make a soup, obviously aside from, you know, the protein. And if, if you do put stuff in your basket that needs to be refrigerated, you definitely want to know the person, let the person know right away that they need to put that in the refrigerator. Um, you could also, if you were doing a basket for a couple, you could put something in there that, you know, is kind of for both of them, maybe like his and her slippers or his and her robes, um, uh, gift, you know, like a little homemade gift card for free babysitting if they have kids, um, or, you know, just 
kind of offer up your own children as their babysitters. Uh, maybe you want to get them like a little gift card for like a dinner out or which actually I think, you know, would be a really great thing to do right now because I know a lot of restaurants are kind of struggling a little bit. So um, I think, you know, anytime that you can kind of support your local businesses, local restaurants, you know, give them extra business, that would be a really great idea to do. Or maybe if they're like really into their pets, you could make like a pet basket, you know, a gift card to like a a pet store, maybe some little treats, uh, cute little collar, um, a nice new cute leash. Um, I mean, there's just, a, there's a million ideas for all the different things that you can do in, you know, a basket. Um, a lot of times I, you know, I love to bake, so I'll make like a whole bunch of different kinds of cookies and breads and all sorts of different things and I'll make like an entire basket of all of the goodies that I've made. And, you know, I think people really appreciate getting homemade things like that, especially someone who's not a baker. You know, they always appreciate getting stuff that someone else has made homemade. Um, I also love to give pajamas and slippers and that sort of thing that, you know, it's not, you don't necessarily splurge on those things for yourself all the time. So it's kind of nice for someone else to get you some really great PJs or a pair of slippers or something like that. Um, and, you know, anytime that you can make things personalized, if you know that somebody likes something, it's always good to put a personal spin on it. And it doesn't really matter how much you're spending if you're really putting, you know, some effort and some thought into it. Another thing that would be a really great gift is a uh, kit for like 23andMe or Ancestry.com, something like that, where, you know, they can kind of do it on their own and send it in and get their results. I, John and I have both done 23andMe, and I think it's such a neat... Uh, a neat thing to kind of like read all of the traits that you have that you didn't really realize that you had, especially, you know, if you're not super familiar with your ancestry or whatnot. Um, 23andMe also does like a health, a, a health part, you know, it's, it's ancestry and they do, um, they do things to tell you about like what you have going on with your health, which I think is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so those are just a few interesting ideas for gift ideas. Uh, you know, if you're looking for something different than just like handing someone over a gift card or cash, I think those are kind of decent ideas. Another thing that I have done in the past is I will order, um, gift wrapping paper, from this company called Gift Wrap My Face, and that's their website, giftwrapmyface.com. You go on there and you can pick the holiday, and um, so they have wrapping paper for every every different holiday or occasion, and the different scenes, and you put that person's face into the scene. So for instance, one of them is like the Grinch. So that person's face is the Grinch. 
and it is so cute. I did it once for John for Valentine's Day, and I made him into Cupid, and it was so cute and so funny, um, but it just feels like so much more personal. It doesn't even really matter what's inside because the paper is so cute, and that's another company. It's like a family-run business, and it would be great to be able to support those people. Um, oh, one more idea for gift ideas is infusing olive oil. So kind of similar to making like a, um, an extract, you can buy like a good quality, uh, extra virgin olive oil, put it into these great glass bottles. You can also get those at Hobby Lobby. They have like a little spout on the top. So it's for like an oil and infuse it with different flavors so you can make like a garlic olive oil or chili pepper or maybe even make one that's like Tuscan so you have like basil and oregano and garlic all in one Um, but then you know you have like that flavored olive oil I think that's a really fun idea you can also do that with vinegar so like balsamic vinegar you can add um, different flavors to that some Ideas would be like espresso or fig or, um, you know, maybe if it was a white balsamic, you could do like a lemon, but there's a million different options for those too, but those would be a fun idea as well. Um, (laughs) Maybe some games to play when your family is around the table. So I think everybody is pretty aware of um, the game, like the White Elephant or Dirty Santa games um, for gift giving. Uh, We've done that the past few years and that is super fun. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically the first person picks a gift off the floor. Like everybody brings one gift and you usually give like a money amount and sometimes they're like gag gifts and other times they're actual like good gifts but they you put them on the floor and they're unmarked and so the first person goes you all pick numbers for number one goes first they pick the gift that they want they open it it's whatever you know whatever item it is and then number two picks their gift and they can either like pick one off the floor or they can steal the first one. And you kind of go around the room like that and you can steal a gift up to three times and then it stays with that like third person. But it's super fun. And you know, a lot of times there's like one or two gifts that everybody wants. So they just keep getting stolen and it's a good time. Keeps things interesting. And again, it's one of those things where, you know, if you put like a $25 limit on a gift, um, you don't have to spend much, but you still have a really good time with everybody kind of picking their gifts out. And it's, you know, it's like a game. Um, But other kind of different game ideas, one that's kind of fun and if you... If you don't know everyone super well, um, this could be fun for the holidays or really for like any party. It's called Two Truths and a Lie. And each person 
tells three things about themselves. Two of them are truths and one of them is a lie and everyone has to guess like which one is the lie. Um, but that I think that would be really fun if you don't know someone all that well or even if you can kind of tell your family things that maybe they would never know. That would be a really fun thing to do. Um, we also love to play Would You Rather. And um, John, my husband, has actually made up his own game called um, For a Million Tax-Free Dollars. Like, would you, for a million tax-free dollars, do such and such and such? And that always gets everybody laughing and, you know, kind of contemplating, like, the craziest stuff. Um, so that would be a fun one to do too. And everybody loves, you know, charades and cards against humanity. And, uh, we love scategories. So those are always just fun, different games to play. And, uh, you know, every, every time I can get anyone to watch home movies or, um, you know, kind of relive those moments, I think that is always a fun thing to do. Like watching, old home movies from when we were younger. It always is a good time and everybody gets a good laugh out of it. So I hope that I shared some good information with you guys today. I hope that you walk away with some different ideas. And if nothing else, I hope that you are able to de-stress and not get so wrapped up in gift giving and, you know, slaving away in the kitchen that you don't end up enjoying the reason for the season. And I want you all to have a awesome Thanksgiving and a beautiful Christmas. And we all are looking forward to kind of getting out of 2020. So... Hopefully this uh this season will kind of bring some some levity and some laughs and some smiles. And I hope that you all get through this week safely and happily and um I look forward to talking to you all again very soon. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for rating and reviewing. And if you haven't done so already, I, I ask that you please subscribe to the podcast. It really helps me out. And until next time, thank you and hope you guys are all having a great day. Bye-bye.